welcome to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Osby. I am doing a short segment um, on the no snitching law or concept. If you are anyone that lives near a urban center, you know, Chicago, Detroit, New York, LA, any of the bigger cities and even smaller cities, when it becomes to when it comes to police in the black community, no snitching mentality continues to kill the black community. And it's a multi-layered situation because one, uh, people do not want uh, people consider snitching like telling law enforcement of crimes that are committed in their community by certain community members, people don't want to say anything to cops because maybe they know the cops in their area are not the best cops. Maybe they don't have a good rapport or relationship with the community. And, you know, nobody wants to snitch (laughs) because it's like, you know, you're telling on someone that's in your neighborhood and, um, and then also there's a thing that said uh, snitches get stitches, meaning if you are someone who snitch, you are going to get killed or get a bullet hole or get sent to the hospital or there's going to be some retribution because you told on a fellow community member who lives in your neighborhood that carries a gun, that sells drugs or do something like that. And let's keep it a hundred. It is sad, but it is true that a lot of the people who would snitch, who would tell law enforcement officers end up themselves being victims of someone in their own community. And I bring that to say that there recently was a story out of New York, Brooklyn, New York, a man refused to snitch. The suspect in his attack from last year is now accused of his murder. It is a shame. This man was 24 years old and, um, you know, because he lived in the hood, he did not want to say anything because it's like, I live here and I have to see this person and also this person you know, may not, the police may not do anything about this situation because the police got bigger cases, they got other cases. And then if you go and tell about a crime from someone in your neighborhood, you need to have extra proof. You need to have other people come ahead. You need to have some evidence anyway in this particular neighborhood Cops aren't nice to to the residents, supposedly. This is from what I've been reading. And so the police in that community, do, they do not have a good rapport with the neighborhood. And so no snitching commands that neighborhood. And victims, you know, tell the cops to get away. They're not going to say anything. Um, unfortunately... Uh, the individual who got killed was 
44 years old and he died uh, two months ago, you know, if it was not for video being captured by the police in that neighborhood and by the projects in this neighborhood where gang violence is prevalent, um, it would not have been caught and there wouldn't been no kind of details to trap, to get this killer off the streets in that community. And the, the community member wa was in a gang and all this stuff. So basically this, the, the, the attacker of the person who refused to snitch the year prior is now is, you know, according to the authorities, hopefully he will be brought to justice, but the person who would have snitched was killed to death, killed to death months later. And, um, I only speak about this because it, it happens so often in our communities and it's something that you have to think about. Like, you know, a lot of times people know what's going on, but because of the uncertainty of relationship building in these urban communities, people don't want to say anything to the police. And it's, uh, it's, it's troublesome because there, there are children being taught uh, that, you know, all cops, not all cops are bad and not all people in the urban community are bad. And it's, it's an unhealthy uh, relationship between communities of color, the police that police these areas, because there are some good cops in those areas and they'll never get through to the people who feel like snitching to the cops or telling the cops what's going on is going to help that community. And so people suffer in silence. I can't imagine how hard it is, you know, being in a community where you have to get up and live and then you know the people that's, you know, basically robbing folks in the neighborhood, killing, raping, uh, causing fear, and, and to live in a community where you may have to just sit and do nothing, <laughs> meaning you see something, don't say nothing because retribution is coming. So it's just something to think about in terms of snitching. And I didn't know that there were different levels to the no snitching code. And this is like a street code. This is a code in a community. And even police find it very hard to get through the urban areas. And I, I do think also that in urban areas, what is also a problem is the, the lack of relationship building in these communities because the law enforcement officers that have good rapport with people in certain areas can find out anything because they know you, they've been police, you know, being a police officer in that area for multiple years, they work with your uncle, they work with your cousins, they see this entire family grow up. And we have lost that because people work for a couple of um, months or maybe a year or two, and then they get reassigned somewhere else. So I, I do think that community policing is very important. It, it allows there to be a relationship building. Um, there are quite a few, um, community police officers that I uh, 
I follow on social media and that's what they actually do. We have to have to have more people that are in those roles because the individuals that are policing urban communities, a lot of times they're not a part of that community. They live in a suburb somewhere and they come out there to work with you and then they go back to their nice cushy home. So you really have, you know, sometimes when police officers go in those areas, and I'm saying this as a person who lived in an urban community for many years, um, previously to me moving on the East Coast, but previously when I lived in Chicago, a lot of those police officers, they didn't live in that area. They lived in the suburbs and then they came to work in the black community. And a lot of times people in the black community just avoid them altogether. And if there's something going on in a community, they just ignore it. They, they suffer in silence. They complain about it, but they're not going to call the police. And with the added issues in police, police brutality, misuse of, of the structure of law enforcement, people, uh, uh, some people of color are afraid to call the cops, period. <laughs> so I think we will continue to see this be a problem. And I hope one day there is a solution to it. If you have any solutions, drop me a line, hit that message button and, you know, let me know how you feel about this subject. It's a serious subject, you know, and I hope that there is more community policing. You know, when I lived in New York, there were a lot of initiatives and community-based organizations that got involved in that for their residents to make sure that they at least have some resources for people in their community so they can feel, trust a community resource, okay? This is a short um, segment, and thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay blessed and be well. Musings, who I am, life reflections. Musings, who I am, life reflections. Reflections of life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. This is Mocha. Welcome.